we're real bad at uh, intros, but so I wrote one. I just it's it's in my other notebook. Nah, I kind of like just starting saying stupid shit, you know. I feel like a lot of we we say we're gonna go back and record an intro, and then we just never have. Yeah, we will one day. One of these we will, and that that will be a good good time. If anybody wants to write us an intro, if anybody that listens, if all of our fans, which is probably like four people or five people. I feel like we need music. Or we can we find should. music. I actually got a song. It's I called mean, the Delight Theme. Is that a we don't, we don't want copyright. Yeah, what's it from? I mean, what, you want to make a song? Like, we can, no, we can I sing. Just, no, like, I don't think we're allowed to use, like. No, of course no. not. But Does then anyone we'll have a keyboard? No. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't you, have you a keyboard. You get a keyboard, you hit three notes, you hit the three notes over and over again, bam, intro. And then while that three notes is playing on a loop, it'll be like, we're what we saw last night. Uh, you, you know, whatever dumb intro we have. Um, well, if you're listening and you want to write our intro music. Yeah. Uh, here we are with no intro again. Just jumping in, I guess. Uh, feel free to write us a song. Feel free to sing the song. I, I like like the jazz inspired. If you could do like if it's like the X Files theme, but like with a saxophone. Or like that's, whatever you've got at home. Like if you have a xylophone, that's good too. Yeah. You just ask or Brian. He's got a lot of instruments. Oh, Brian, if you're listening, which you probably are, which you'll probably have already we probably would have already asked you by the time you hear this. You should write us uh, an intro. Like the Goosebumps theme on a xylophone. Mm. Or play like five different themes. But not the actual theme because it can't, but like, I feel like you'll know. If you're listening, you know the vibes. And that's our intro, us begging you to make us an intro. So I guess we can start off, I don't know. Pat, you want to open it up? Well, yeah, Pat, you said you have like, polling data i mean that's if you guys want to go over i i I pulled a hundred we were the last episode flashback and for all the nerds you could just stop now and listen to our last episode because we talked about horror icons and i like we we, at one point when you use people said something like oh man we should ask questions or we, we should it would be interesting to see who knows what so uh what i did was i came up with a list of horror icons I got their photos, and I polled 100 people, and the results were shocking. I'll publish the main ones, and we'll post it on Instagram. I mean, I'll, we'll publish everything on Instagram. The main ones, slide one was Freddy, Michael, and Jason. Freddy, they, 100% of people knew who Freddy and Michael were. 95 knew who Jason was. I also asked everybody who, if they knew the movie um, it came from, and have they seen the movie, you guys want to take a guess on which one out of Nightmare, Halloween, and Friday had the lowest scene rate and the lowest knowing what the actual name of the movie is rate? But wait, question. What what was like the sample of... It was what, literally what, just 47 grade schoolers <laughs> ages grades 3rd through 6th. And then I also pulled the rest were either friends or uh, people I saw on the street or in the teacher's lounge at work. This is making a lot of sense now because I was like, wow, you pulled 100 people since like last week. That's pretty impressive. I don't even know 100 people, but this is all making sense. Okay, so. I stopped someone at my car. I was like, hey, man, you got a quick minute? 
And it was just like some guy standing like on the street and he was like, yeah, I got time. I would guess that either people don't know, like people know who Freddie and Jason are, but I would guess that they don't know the name of the movie. I do have a friend who like just this past year, she doesn't watch horror movies at all. And she thought um, Nightmare on Elm Street was a Christmas movie. So did I. So she was like, I just realized that's not a Christmas movie. So do you guys want to come over and watch it on Halloween? So we did. I think it's a Christmas movie. He's got a Christmas sweater on. Yeah, but it's not. So yeah, suffice to say, I think people probably, people would recognize Freddy, but I would believe that they don't know the name of the movie. You are uh, most, so 85% of the people got um, Nightmare right. The lowest was Friday. At 75%, which is 75 people. And Halloween, 100%. 100% of the people that I polled have seen a Halloween movie, know who Michael Myers is, and know that it's called Halloween. Well, that's more recent, I feel. Yeah, so. it is more recent. Yeah. There's there's a level of relevancy. like. And I, uh, I kind of feel like he's his own thing, and it's kind of harder to get it confused. I feel like maybe Friday the 13th gets confused with other movies. I think so too. I think like, I literally one person said I thought it was Freaky Friday. So um, no way. Yeah, that's a yeah. whole different. That's a whole different horror movie. Well, hey, it's got a horror icon in it. <laughs> and, um, the other, the other slide I, I showed because I showed a number of slides. Each had three: Creature of the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein, and Dracula. The polling data was was fascinating for this. A hundred percent of the people saw Frankenstein and Dracula. Fifty percent of the people saw the the original Dracula. Thirty-seven percent saw the original Frankenstein. That's interesting. So, like, you got like he's incredibly low. Everyone knows them right away. Like, you look at the photo. Oh, that's Frankenstein. But like, yeah, like no one, not a lot of people have seen it. Well, yeah, because I would argue, like, I don't know if I've seen the original. I, I'm sure I have, but like those characters have like dozens of like reincarnations it's not just like dracula the movie it's there's like 20 different versions where he looks pretty much exactly the same yeah same with frankenstein he's like in a bunch of stuff as frankenstein there's a lot of parodies of yeah frankenstein too, so we're like, like yeah there's, there's a lot of like there's a lot of nightmare on elm street movies but they're all like the same series and then the reboot there's not like that's where it does get tricky creature from the black lagoon hit 76 percent of the people knew who it was which i thought that number was going to be a lot lower but i'm i was like pleasantly surprised with that because i love creature of the black lagoon only 21 percent of the people saw it which for some of like some of the numbers get real low on the scene ratio the third slide was scream chucky and leatherface and Take a guess, because Scream had the most interesting data. Fifty percent of the people knew knew it was called Ghostface, but that makes ninety. Everyone, I would think everyone knows it's from Scream, but I don't yes. think a lot of people know his name is Ghostface. Exactly. Yeah. Literally fifty. I was like, holy shit! Like, because I mean, I know it's Ghostface, and and I, I asked the kids first, and they they were they were like pretty split. So I figured the adults would have known it was Ghostface, but no. Um, but 80% of the people have seen a Scream movie. Everyone knew it was Chucky. 57% knew it was called Child's Play. 
eighty percent new um have seen it. And uh with Leatherface similar uh numbers, not a lot of people like everyone I was shocked because I thought more people would know Texas Chainsaw Massacre because the photo literally. I don't think Leatherface is that recognizable if you're not super familiar. And I don't think people know that his name is. Well, I don't think within the series is his name. He's like not referred to as Leatherface in the series at all. No, but there was a movie called Leatherface. um, About it. And it's like in that uh, realm. So I think a lot of people saw that and that's what kind of swayed that. I won't go over many more of them. The Wolfman got incredibly high scores, 80%, 86% knew who he was. Everyone got the Invisible Man and the Mummy Confused. I've only ever seen Alvin and the Chipmunks with the Wolfman. <laughs> I don't know if that's oh, in the same universe. It is. Okay, because that's great, great movie. That's the only version that I've seen. Everyone knew who Pinhead was. No one knew who Hellraiser was. Or how, what the movie was Hellraiser. Candyman was the highest of the non-big big ones with 96% and 97%. The two losers that kind of really got screwed, or the three losers that really got screwed over were um, Angela Baker, Bride of mm. Frankenstein, and um, Nosferatu. And then Phantom of the Opera, I really didn't expect anyone. I was more shocked that six people could identify Phantom and two people saw the original movie. Is he a horror icon? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I would, it, it was a horror movie in the mm-hmm. late 20s. It, it, like, people were terrified. That was like, they, like, it's known for emptying theaters. Like, people would run out screaming when they saw the face. People were terrified of a lot of things. That doesn't make it a horror movie. I don't know. It, it was, it was, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was billed as a horror movie. So Disney has a movie called Phantom of the Megaplex. Fun fact. Yeah. Didn't scare me as a kid, but it's just a kid working at a movie theater and like a lot of commotion is going on and he's trying to get a raise. Sounds familiar. Pat, I don't, I don't think you know it because you were riding bikes and stuff during that time. I mean, Disney puts out a lot of shitty stuff so i wouldn't i wouldn't know yeah. but also fair. i feel like you've never seen any disney movies because you like played outside a lot as a kid i played outside and i watched real movies that's fair i respect that yeah we'll publish the findings and i'll do another poll thank you for doing that poll because that was like a question i had last week as i was wondering like what the recognizability of those characters would be so yeah good job on that yeah, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun doing it. Maybe we'll expand the pool if we have, I don't know, if any of people that are listening and I didn't text you a bunch of photos, ask you to identify them, reach out if you want to be part of the next poll. Definitely. Yeah, everyone listening, just text Pat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm accessible. I respond every other day. I know all six of you have his phone number yep. in your phone, so just, just shoot him a text. Yeah, and I'm sorry I didn't I didn't, didn't catch you on um, asking you questions. Sorry, guys. No, nah, but it's all right though. I I have a friend who has been telling me that they want to just ask me like not necessarily random questions, but questions that do pertain to most of the stuff we talk about. And they did ask me one. We don't have to go through it today, but it did ask me one that was pretty interesting. It was basically horror related, like how 
in general, it was I think it was something like we can go over it next time, but it was something basically along the lines of something I, I forget, sorry, but it's something about like horror movies, like how how to how do you deal with like seeing a movie that scares you, like if clowns scare you, how do you deal with seeing a movie that, and then how do you deal with the, after, the aftermath of like watching a movie kind of thing. But we'll, I'll read it next time and we'll, we'll look through it. Yeah, and also if you want to submit anything, you can email us. The email is what is it? The five dollar yeah, movie it's club. The five dollar movie club at gmail. Dot com. Yeah, that's usually how it works. Also, we're on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to send us any any submissions of anything. Yeah. And, um, all all data and memes will be posted on Instagram. Yeah, our the Instagram. It's what we saw last night podcast. Honestly, so, just text us. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll you share can, we'll share the link. You got our number. Don't worry about it. We'll yeah, share the link. We got our numbers. Um, we'll make a group chat. Yeah, we'll start a Discord. If there's more than seven. Alright, let's get into this this week going through we're gonna go through some horror or from some spooky things that we have encountered. Let's start off with the big three. So ghost, aliens, cryptids. Do you guys believe in ghosts? Go. So I also, this is, I have kind of like a story that goes along with this that I want to bring up a little bit later when we get more into cryptids to quickly describe. So I feel like I physically felt my fra- my brain fully developing between the ages of like, because I'm 27 and I've noticed just such a huge difference from my early 20s to now. And I think it's like me noticing in real time, like my brain finishing developing because within the span of like a couple years, I like stopped believing in like so many things. I still think that like ghosts are probably real, but I think like it almost, it's the kind of thing where I'm like, that's probably real, but like it almost never happens. Like people might be psychics, but like almost never, they're almost all fake. I think it's the type of thing where like, maybe it's real, but it's like super, super rare. I would say aliens, I really don't know. I. Um, let, let's just start with ghost now and then we'll go into aliens in a little bit because we got yeah uh, okay so ghosts uh in short yes i believe 100 percent in ghosts i mean i can I'm... go on and on but i i 100 believe in ghosts i 100 percent believe in debunking ghosts i 100 believe that percent believe that not everything is ghosts but I 100% believe that everything might be ghosts. So, yeah, I, I believe in ghosts. 100%. I'm on the fence because, I, one, I always thought ghosts were stupid and not real until I started working at, at in Clementon. And, and that's a good segue because, like, now I'm just unsure because there are things that I can't explain because everything else I've ever encountered in my life I've been able to explain. But I'm also, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, like the biggest believer of all time so like let's go that's a weird flex saying that you can explain everything in your life yeah pretty much man (laughs) explain if it was a good like like there was a time like like sometimes like maybe like a noise is made in my house and i'm like oh shit and then i'm like oh i just left a window open and it ruffled a bag there's you know there's no ghosts in here so i'm not gonna lie like i'm i've become like super skeptical when it comes to ghosts like i'm Especially in like the last couple years, I've become way, way more skeptical. I've always believed in ghosts, always been super into the paranormal. 
but I find myself believing less and less. But I'm not gonna lie, like right before we started recording, like I heard a door slam, and you like you watched like the soul left my body. Like I stood up yeah, so quick. I saw. Um, also, it's like all of the feminism leaves my body because like I heard a noise. And I was like, <laughs> man, you should probably go check. Yeah. Every guy was like, well, we heard one door slam. And he's like, do you want me to go see what that was? And I was like, nah, it was nothing. And then we heard another door slam again louder. And I was like, yeah, maybe you should go check that out and see what's going on back there. It was debunked, I'm not going to look. Yeah, we debunked it. It was. Somebody was leaving. Yeah, so... some, somebody alive. Yeah, allegedly. I, I did. Well, I hope they're so... alive tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. I hope so, too. So, Pat. We're I... understaffed as it is. I wrote a pitch. I don't know what you meant. I wrote a pitch for a ghost hunt. And I think now in retrospect, I might have wrote the wrong thing. But I'm going to say it anyways. It, it, it's a pitch if we were going to try to hunt in somebody's house, I guess. Noises and creaks are part of everyday life inside of a building, whether it's inside of a house, hotel, hospital, <laughs> or school. These noises haunt us regularly. But are these noises actual haunts? Here at what we saw last night, because I don't have a name, I just put that there. We strive for finding the truth and debunking when needed to provide comfort. Call or email us so we can put your mind at ease. I have a feeling that's not what you were asking. Yeah, I don't think that's that's great. I love love it. You basically wrote us like a commercial, like a Ghostbusters style pitch. Yeah. Because we do also plan on starting like a paranormal investigation team. I mean, Um, yeah, like we're talking about ghosts right now. And, like, we might as well go out and investigate some places. We'll get into some, like, places we've been to later. Um, and in a few seconds, I want to talk about, like, the, the workplace, um, some of the, the encounters that we've had there that lead us to believe in, in paranormal occurrences. But, um, no, that was great. And if anyone wants, we can totally ghost hunt the shit out of their house. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think Pat meant more like suggestions of like places to go. Oh, but no, I, like I meant that. Oh, the thing is, I knew Enrique would take it like that, and and that that was that was a great elevator pitch. I honestly finished writing it, and I I just knew I I finished writing, it and I was like, I'm pretty sure the this isn't is, what he I meant. I sat here and watched you write it in your notebook, and I didn't like pay attention. But we have a pitch now, so so like let's get into. Um, the the workplace there's been like a lot of weird encounters over the last what eight years at that place i don't know enrique do you want to hit on some of the big ones and then well okay so when i first started working here it was probably the second first second week that i was here it was nighttime we're ready to leave and i I go around to the back and i don't know anybody you know but I, we check to make sure the lights are off and we you know to close up like a regular business you close up you check the lights blah 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 so I happened to come across a woman. She gave me a name. I'm not going to say the name, but she's like, hi, my name is woman. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, do you mind turning the lights off? Because, you know, you're still here. Like turn the lights off on your way out. They say, yeah. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. Long story short, I'm waiting and I'm like, oh man, this fucking woman, you know, she played me. She just left and turned the lights off. So I went back, turned them off myself. I came up. Pat and, and my boss at the time, Sam, shout out to Sam. She's awesome. They were kind of like waiting. And you can tell they were like, God, this fucking idiot. Like, why is he taking so long? Right. I was like, this this stupid woman named woman told me that basically that she's going to turn the lights off. And they're like, nah, nah. 
there's no woman named that here. Uh, the only woman that's named that here looks nothing like what you described her as. And I said, oh, okay, cool, whatever. You know, so I got a little weirded out, but I was like, blah, blah, blah. but time went on. I thought nothing of it, but time went on. And then I've had experiences where, and this is touching up on, on, on experiences, but I've had experiences where one in particular that, that really scared me was there was a time when I, I wasn't, I was washing dishes in the kitchen and Julia came in and she really came in, you know, she, she stands there. She sometimes walks into a room, stands there, doesn't say anything and walks out. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm finishing washing up some dishes and she does it again. But this time she's kind of like peeking, like in the cartoons when like a, a someone's like a spy and they're like peeking, they're peeking their head. Half, basically half, like a diagonal. Like around the corner. Around the corner. So, yeah, that's what I meant. Around the corner. So she's like peeking around the corner, around this like refrigerator. And she wasn't saying anything. She's kind of like smirking. She wasn't really saying anything. I looked at her and I was talking to her for a little bit, but she's still smirking. But Julia doesn't smirk. You know, that's just not a thing she does. She doesn't just sit around and smirk at people. So I kind of got, <laughs> I, I got weirded out. And I, I went up front because then she walked away. So I was like, okay. Two, se- two seconds later, I'm not even making it up. Like two seconds later, I, I follow her. I follow all the way to the front. I checked. I heard no doors, no keys, nothing. She was nowhere to be found. So I got a little bad feeling, walked in the back, turned all the lights off. I left and I text as I'm walking in the parking lot. I said, were you in the kitchen just now? She you, said, nah. You texted me. Yeah, yeah. 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 So what I say? Call, I meant text, my bad. I texted her and I said, hey, are, are you in the kitchen right now? She said, no. Uh, sorry, I left. I, I forgot to tell you goodbye. I, I left, you know, whatever, whatever. So I didn't text her back till I was close to uh, close to the bridge, maybe like 20, 25 minutes later, I text her back and I was like, okay, well this happened. And I, I don't know. Like I just, I was weirded out. So I had to, I had to leave. And I was like, this happened. And she was kind of like asking me a lot of questions. Like, you know, what time did it happen? This stack. Cause she was kind of weirded out and it just happened. Like when the moment it happened, I text her, I just asked her when I got her response saying, no, I didn't respond back because, well, fuck that. I'm not, not, you know, I'm just not dealing with it. You know, long, long story short, I saw what we thought was her doppelganger, but then, and this was probably like maybe three years ago or so. This is probably like before COVID. So like maybe three years ago, it was probably around the time she started. But recently, what was it? Maybe like, I don't remember. It was recently, like maybe like within a month, within a month ago. I was walking in the back and, oh, matter of fact, no, it was like two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. It, I, I came in and she, was, she wasn't she was in the building, but I didn't know that. So I walked in the back and because I walked in, she didn't know I, she didn't know I was here. So I walked in, I walked into the kitchen and I said, hey, sorry, it's just me. I don't want to scare you. And I heard, okay. And I know what she sounds like. I mean, I see her every single day. Like I know what she sounds like. I went and did what I had to do came back and I went into the kitchen and say, Hey, I'm about to leave. She wasn't in there. So I was like, okay, well maybe she's in the bathroom, but I'm not about to stand by the door. That's kind of creepy. You know, I'm not about to stand by the women's door. And then I kind of sat, I kind of was like chilling. And then I was like, well, maybe she's in the other bathroom. Cause they, the lights were out, but all the lights were out in the bathrooms. And I figured, you know what? I'm not dealing with this. And I text her. She texted me back. She's like, nah, I've been asleep in my car, whatever the past half an hour. 
Yeah, so for reference, well, the first time, the first time when it happened, the time you saw me in the kitchen, from my perspective, you said you walked out of the kitchen, you know, turn off the lights, leave, walk out, and text me from the parking lot, did you just walk out of the kitchen? But when I got that text, I was at home and I had already been home for like an hour and I remember because I was sitting at home and like I was sitting on the couch watching TV like and I live like 10 minutes away from work so like I had left got home been at home already for like an hour like I watched like half of a movie by the time you texted me so I was like there was no way I was just in the kitchen at work and I text uh, from the moment I saw her walk away to the moment I text was probably Five minutes max. Yeah. So in, in five minutes, there's no way she could have got here, went home, watched half a movie. And that's what weirded me out. But, you know, we just kind of tell that then, story. Yeah, that other time. So what happened was I when I got done work, so I have a class after work that's like maybe like an hour or two after we get done work. And there's no point in me like driving home, then driving to class. So but I was tired. So I was like, I'm going to go just like lay down in the back seat of my car. And I think I wasn't like really asleep, but I was like trying to be or like resting. So I was laying down in my car. I think I actually, I like heard a car pull up and I assumed it was you. And so I was like kind of awake and listening. And that's why um, you texted me and I texted you back because I realized that you would see my car sitting outside of work Mm -hmm. when you got there and you would think I was in there. So I was like, oh, I should let him know. But then I was like, eh. I don't really feel like texting them right now or whatever. But then you texted me and was like, hey, are you here? And I was like, I'm outside in my car. Because I was like, oh, I got to respond and let him know. Because like, I figured you would think I was inside and you wanted to know, like, should I put the alarm on? Should mm-hmm. I turn the lights off? You know, what to do. But you claim you saw me in the kitchen. And like whole time I was in my car outside. Because I, I, I intentionally went... Into I intentionally went into the kitchen because I heard, oh, that's what it was. Okay, so I went into the kitchen because I heard someone literally doing kitchen stuff. Like, uh, we have an air fryer. So, like, literally doing kitchen stuff in the air fryer. Yeah, like opening the yeah. stove, opening and closing the air fryer. And, and, like, just being in front of the sink. I So I just said, hey, it's 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 me. I, just, I don't want to scare you. You know, like, r- normal. Because I, I don't. I don't want to come up because it's kind of creepy sometimes you hear things and you're like oh shit it was just you yeah and then someone like walks and you're like oh shit i didn't know anyone else is here but i heard okay i was like okay and i know her voice i mean i guess i you know i see her every day so i know her voice that i'll bring up just that one i mean there's tons of them but that one it just happened it happened again and recently like within a month like it was like two three weeks ago so that's to me that was really 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 interesting because the first time i just saw her and didn't hear anything. This time, I glanced. I saw her, what, what I assumed was her, and heard okay. But I just kind of poked my head, said what I said, poked my head out, did what I did, came back. Then there was nowhere to be found. But it turned out that during that whole time, uh, she was in the car anyway. So, you know, I guess that's my one of my experiences. I've had tons in here, but that's, yeah, you know. There, there's a ton. That's just some examples of. It's it's an example of something that that that's happened already twice to me. More which, than twice. 
Well, more than twice in well, general. You, you but told me, and this was also just a couple weeks ago. You told me you heard my voice. You didn't see me, but you like heard me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was like on like a Saturday or mm-hmm. something. And you texted me, and you were like, "Hey, I just heard you like call out." Yeah. To oh yeah, yeah. No, that was like a month ago. That was actually before I saw. The, that was actually before yeah, this one. Before. I came in to drop something off, and I went to the kitchen, and then I came back, and I, I swore I heard you because I I said I said, "Oh, Joey, what are you doing here?" But there was no Julia, obviously, because yeah. it's a Saturday. Like, what the hell would she be doing here? So it's just, it's yeah, it's just, a, it's a weird thing. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. So for like, for anyone listening, you probably don't know yet, but a lot of the experiences that we've had here are like doppelganger experiences. Um, and if you know anything about this, like, send us a message because we have tried to research on it because I've, you know, obviously heard of doppelgangers. But I've never really heard of a place where it's like reoccurring. And it's not just me that has been seen. Like there was an experience where I saw Pat at a time that he like allegedly wasn't in the building. I was on the other side of town. You weren't out of town. We were we were out of town. No, I was on the other side of town. Yeah. So basically he was on the other side of town, hadn't been in the office yet that day, but I clearly saw him like walk through our office. So yeah, if you know anything about that, like I, I just I tried to look it up and like google it but i can't find like stories of like a location where you keep seeing doppelgangers because yeah like a lot of like the haunting or i guess paranormal activity is really strange in the fact that like it's not always ghosts like we see and hear like doppelgangers a lot of the time yeah i saw julia once in in the shed yeah, so, like, just now, dirt, as we're talking about, I'm starting to realize that, like, I'm the most common, like, mm-hmm. commonly seen. So, like, also, I think that's a bad thing. Like, well, I know it's a bad thing when you see your own doppelganger. I think that means that you're going to die you, or something. You either so, have to kill it. I think you have to kill it. Or it kills yeah, you. Yeah, but, <laughs> so, like, none of us have ever seen our own doppelganger, but... As we're telling all the stories out loud, I, I'm realizing that I'm like the most often, most common doppelganger, which is interesting to think about. I haven't really thought of it in that way until just this moment. But like, ew, why would I want to see my own doppelganger? Well, I'm like, ew, why is it always me? Like, why do you keep hearing me in the hallway? Well, I, I will don't... say that like, I have heard voices recently, allegedly, and you know, I'm very skeptical, so I don't always think... I hear stuff all the time here and we've had tons of like little tiny experiences recently and I've been like kind of debunking or brushing them all off. But I will say as of recently, I hear like what sounds like women's voices or like a woman's Mm -hmm. voice. And to me, it didn't sound specifically like me, but I've heard like what sounds like a woman's voice. So maybe that could be confused for me or even... There was the one day, it was right after we recorded one of our other episodes, I actually thought that you were listening back to the recording. And I oh, thought, yeah, yeah, right. I thought I heard it playing through your headphones because nah. I was, we were sitting here and I was like, I, I heard what sounded like, and we're in an empty building, like it's just us. And I heard what sounded like a woman speaking and it was so clear that I'm kind of looking around and I'm like, where is that coming from? Like, you know. And I'm like, there's no TV on. But then I realized, I was like, oh, I didn't realize you were playing back the recording to listen to it. And everything's like, I'm not. Because his headphones were laying on the table and I thought he was playing it back. And I was hearing it through his headphones. 
um turns out he wasn't playing the recording like basically i heard like a woman speaking and then all of a sudden i was like oh i'm just hearing my own voice because he's playing back the recording we just did but he wasn't and i was just hearing like a woman's voice but i also heard a woman's voice the one night inside of like the bathroom in the bath and i did brush that off and i was like like i kind of heard it but I was like, oh, maybe I heard, maybe it was like the sound of the door squeaking because, so what I heard was like, as I went into the bathroom stall, I heard a woman's voice say hello, but it was kind of like, hello, like kind of like, like a silly, like sing-songy, like mm-hmm. you would say, like, like I heard like what sounded like a woman just be like, hello. And I was like, that was weird. There's no one that close that I would hear them. Like there was. I think at that time there were other people in the building, but no one nearly close enough for me to be able to hear them inside the bathroom. But I was like, whatever, maybe it was the sound of like the stall door squeaking. And that's why it sounded like, hello. But later that night, some kids that were here said that they saw someone oh, yeah. inside that same bathroom. They said they saw like a pair of legs mm-hmm. and like, oh, under the stall. And when they tried to open the door, it was being resisted. So like Yeah, so basically like in the mm-hmm. exact stall that I was in earlier that night, they said later on they went to use that bathroom and they saw legs under that's the stall. That's right, that's right, yeah. And they tried the door and it was like it was being held shut or like and but then they checked and there there was no one else in the bathroom because there was only like a yeah. people in the building and like so julia actually i didn't i didn't know about julia's ex- experience that day i just remember the 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 kids came up to me and they were like freaking out but they were kind of like like playful freaking out but then they you can like you you, you know when the kids like being goofy and when the kids yeah. being sick they when something when, when they're like so scared that they're kind of like laughing. laughing a little bit and they were just telling me hey we we went to the bathroom and uh, there was a pair of legs, so we thought somebody was in it, and uh, we accidentally we you know we accidentally pushed the door like we knocked on the door and we accidentally pushed the door but we couldn't open it so because they're kids they were just trying to push it because nobody answered nobody was yeah. talking to them, and then I told Joy I was like oh yeah dude, I didn't even tell you like this happened just now and she's like oh I heard noise I, yeah, I heard a voice because I wasn't gonna say anything because I heard what sounded like hello but I was like you know what, nah, my mind is just playing tricks and I wasn't going to say anything until the girls said that. But the thing is, like, the only, I think one of the only other women in the building, maybe the only other one, was one of the girls' moms. And she would have said if it was, like, her own kid Mm -hmm. pulling on the door or she would have said something later, like, yo, why were you pulling on the stall door? Or, like, they also told the story to to their mom and, you know, it's, like, me, their mom, these two young girls, like, all of the women in the building were accounted for. No one else was, you know, it's not like there was a woman in the stall and she was just too shy to say anything when they pushed on the door. Like, that's not what happened. But I will say there have been, like, especially the last couple weeks, there have been so many things that, well, I'll say even the past few months, because I want to say it started to kick up back in, like, October, actually. And we're almost in March. Because around Halloween time, we did have a couple things, but there are... So, you know, I said, I'm pretty skeptical, like, so I'll mention these experiences, but I have pretty much chalked all of them up to like, oh, that's just something that can be explained. We're like, Enrique tends to be like every single experience. He's like, that's a demon. That's a ghost. Whereas like, we do hear like knocks and stuff. We hear things and I'm like, 
and usually we'll like look at each other and a lot of times like I'll also since Pat has left I've kind of like taken over as like the resident skeptic but I've I've also like I'm pretty skeptical but I will say that there have been so many little experiences that I'm like maybe it's something because we've had like a dozen like probably two dozen little things happen where I'm like yeah that's probably nothing but if you have a experience happen like every single day where you have to be like, eh, that's probably nothing. It probably is. It kind of adds up. Yeah. So, and like I said, like I heard what sounded like hello in the bathroom and I wasn't going to say anything. And I was like, eh, it's just like a squeak of the stall door making a weird noise that my mind recognized it as a voice, but it wasn't. But then once the girls said that they thought they saw like legs under the stall when there was no one else in there, I'm like, mm, maybe I did hear something. But I don't know. I also, it's hard to say. But like, even that, like I said, a lot of this activity could be chalked up to still doppelganger stuff because we don't really have proof that any of it is ghosts of people that have passed on. A lot of the experiences we have are kind of just like, it seems like people working in the office, like sometimes you'll hear typing at like late at night when no one's here working, like you hear Mm -hmm. computers typing and like just seeing someone in the bathroom like that it almost seems like just life like replaying itself back yeah i've stayed the night here one time not not like to sleep but i was working on a mural and it just got late and i'm usually scared no matter what like even on like on a regular day this was like christmas time and i was like super scared cuz i'm scared of everything all the of time christmas. yeah i'm like petrified at christmas do you have claustrophobia i do actually yeah when I when I get around like tight spaces, I I like really panic and and but I yeah it, it's just it's like two three in the morning. It just sounds like a regular work day. Yeah. In the back, like I just felt like work vibes. I'm like, oh, it's like ten o'clock in the morning. So it's 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 interesting, and it's interesting that like you know now that we're talking about like doppelganger stuff, you know what if like what if you heard you say hello, hey. I let's not because like that's well I'm just saying what if you what if you like I've just kind of realized the fact that like I'm the doppelganger that's seen most often and that's gross but like but what if you heard yourself I'd rather not to be honest I don't even listen to this podcast because I don't want to hear my own voice so like man it ain't bad I'm not even trying to hear a reporting of myself let alone like a disembodied voice that is genuinely not me fair so like if you're my doppelganger, you better fucking not say shit to me because it's on site. Well, my cousin I there says you have a lovely voice. That makes me feel a lot better. But yeah. Also, like like Pat says he saw my doppelganger in the shed. I don't really mess with the shed because I figure in one way I'm already in there. So I got no business being in there because apparently True. I'm already in there. So I just kind of steer clear of the shed. True that. Do we have any other like experiences here? That we want to go over. I mean, you have any pets? There's, there's a lot, but there's there's so many. I got nothing. Let's yeah. move on to aliens. Yeah, I think we can move on. Okay, aliens. I have a. Do you believe in them? Oh, oh yeah. I believe in aliens, and I believe that there's life on other planets. That that's what an alien is. No, no. So like right, an extraterrestrial being. I believe in extraterrestrial beings, and I believe in life. Like bacteria and microorganisms and 
it's late, so I don't know the proper words. But yeah, yeah, I, 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 yes, I guess the answer is yes. I'm sorry. I don't know how you guys feel about aliens. I don't know if you guys believe in. So I, I know this is. It's almost like a hot take to not believe in aliens, but like I don't really believe in like the little green men. I think it's almost like it's probably kind of obvious. Like I'm sure there is life on other planets, but I tend to think it's more like microorganisms you know bugs like little like maybe like cockroach type creatures things of that nature i think that's definitely probably on other planets when we talk about like alien aliens i'm not really too sure about it so what about just like i don't want to say humanoids like intelligent life i'm i'm not really sure i'm like uh i mean so you think we are the most intelligent thing on the universe i don't know like and we we have this conversation all the time we're like how advanced we are as a society is so weird to think about the fact that we came from like yeah but like what if one cell like organisms and developed to the point where we have like iPhones and like somehow humans invented Wi-Fi that's all weird to think about I don't think humans invented Wi-Fi I don't think humans are this smart to be honest but that's for a topic for another day though Pat you believe in aliens Yeah I mean there's too yeah, many Yeah I almost feel like I'm the odd one out like it's a hot take to not believe I don't in- I- I believe in life on other planets. I don't think I don't think that they have mastered like flight yet. I don't know. What if what if it's it's you know what if it's a case like there's not enough or what if we're just so remote? What if there's just not enough? Uh, I don't know. We'll say fuel. What if there's just not enough fuel or power or whatever to to get to us? What if you know? What if they're just like nah? These guys are fucking morons. You know, like this planet is just full of idiots what's the point of visiting them you know oh to harvest our our resources and kill us and and yeah but what if they have abundance of it like what if they're cleaner than us so like their ocean waters and all that stuff's like a lot cleaner than ours like why would they need to harvest us i don't i don't think that you know one there's definitely like there's you know an infinite amount of suns i was just in a planetarium and that was a great like example for yeah there's definitely life on other planets there has to be at least there was at one point in time i wouldn't be surprised if at one point there was life on mercury or ven or um not mercury uh venus or mars remember when we used to say girls go to jupiter to get more stupid <laughs> i wonder how offensive that is to like people living in jupiter i mean that's just saying that like well they, it wouldn't be jupiter wouldn't it be a uh, titan that's like the whole thing like there's um but like you're saying you gotta send them somewhere to get stupid or you're implying that girls are smart yeah girls go to titan because they just be fighting (laughs) a ufo okay so we all know ufos have crashed landed recently here and people are calling them balloons uh, because they are balloons but you know, when, when when we hear UFO, and then Pat yesterday told me UFA. What is the A, Pat? Aircraft. Aircraft, aircraft. Unidentified flying aircraft. is That's the um, proper way to say it now. You can't say UFO. You got to say UFA. I won't go on and on and on about this, but I have seen aircrafts. I've also truly, truly believe I've been abducted, but that's something. That's for another day. That is that for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is for another day. I but. will not to, like, cut you off, but I will point out that I don't think I'm smart enough to, like, so I don't recognize aircrafts in general. Like, literally everything I see in the sky is unidentified because I'm not an airplane expert. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more of, like, 
a men thing. A lot of men are into airplanes, I think. But uh, I, I don't recognize like literally any aircraft. So like everything is unidentified to me. I'm just not smart enough to say whether like I could see a completely normal like ship or plane in the sky and be like, what the hell is that? Amelia Earhart is rolling in her canopy inside of Brazil because she's probably so, not dead yet. Wait, no, she's definitely dead. She, she, even if she didn't die in the airplane, she'd be just like dead from old age. Let her down. So, Julia, you're going to be one of the people. So, I don't know if you remember a few years back in New Jersey, there was that massive panic where everyone was like, "There's, we're being attacked by aliens," but it was really just a blimp. Oh yeah, you remember that? Yeah. See, like I think I'm just self-aware and like. Oh, you've been flexing all day. <laughs> no, but just, no, like, I'm saying, like, I'm dumb. Like, anything I see in the sky, I'm like, oh, that looks weird to me, but it's probably just some shit I don't know about. I just put on my flex blockers. <laughs> Those are just sunglasses from Dollar Tree. Pat, off topic, but Julia's just been flexing all day. Like, today, she was just like, you would think she was a gym bro. <laughs> I got on these. I got on these sunglasses now, man. They're my flex blockers. Like every time she just be flexing, don't even. It don't even phase me no more. So okay, no, all day, man. She just been flexing. Like damn, girl, chill out. Like take it easy, man. I got a little, got a little uh, self conscious earlier. I can't get flexed on now, so we're we're good. Jumping back to jumping back to aliens, because you UFOs. Fly, and that's a nice segue back into to aliens. We're flying back into that. We were just now talking about what we think, I guess, the term alien is. Or outside life, you know, little green men. I don't think it's little green men. I think it's all kinds of different things. But, like, you know, what, what would life on other planets look like? And honestly, I, I think life on other planets, some, I mean, some might just look like us. You know, I think life on other planets might look like us. Some planets might, you know. So yeah, there's a... There's a there's a certain zone and I took an astronomy class and I didn't learn shit, but I picked up like five different things. So one of the things that I picked up is there is a zone in every solar system. The habitable the zone. No, it's like the habitable zone. Or yeah, the, habitable. the Goldilocks zone. It's not, it's not too hot, not too cold, just right for life. Okay. Yeah. There's like a real name, but I like that though. The Goldilocks zone. So Every every solar system, you know, has this zone where if there's a planet in that orbit, nine times out of ten it has life. Yeah. I just know it's super I, I understand that it's super unlikely that we're the only intelligent life. But at the same time, I feel like the likelihood of us existing has got to be like more than a one in a million chance, like like less than one in a million. And I think just even when something's a one in a million chance, it's gonna happen once. So what what do you okay? I yeah, I just it it's really hard for me to wrap my head around the concept of like creatures like us existing on other planets. Like that's just kind of too wild for me. I tend to lean towards life on other planets looking more like what we would think of like as animals. Okay, so so you think life on other planet is basically just like wildlife type of Maybe not yeah. necessarily like a dog or a wolf or, or right. a horse, like, but, but like like a Star Wars universe, but not humanoids, but like, yeah, like just not random like creatures. intelligent bipedal creatures, more like fish, animals. Maybe there's like hedgehogs on some planet. Planet Sonic. Yeah. I went to a Sonic themed birthday party recently. Oh, I'm sorry. The hedgehog, not the restaurant. 
I think that it's highly possible that there's intelligent life out there. Also, like it, what it, the life on other planets probably looks like, very simple. I think that you know, if we were to find a planet with potential life, one, I, I think it would be microbes. I think you know, you send a satellite, you get some microbes, maybe some fish. I think it would be like a heavily aquatic, maybe maybe some like early reptiles or birds or something. I don't think that at least any time in our lifetime we're gonna like come across like a fully developed um, society outside of ours, outside of um, Earth. Oh, n- not in our lifetime. No, no way. I don't think so either. We're just not that advanced as humans. Like, are, I. So this is my my this is my true belief. I I I agree. I mean, I I think life on other planets is probably just little bacteria, little molecules, like little things. You know, I I think, and, and it's been proven that there's bacteria on different moons and different other little planets i i don't i don't think there's I, so i don't know okay i don't want to say i don't think i don't know if there's any sort of life form like us necessarily right. that kind of resembles you know because needs have, oxygen needs right, this, needs you would that. have to assume that even if there were intelligent life it would look completely different that doesn't mean it's going to be like little green men but you would assume that like even if it's a quote-unquote humanoid creature it's gonna look like a result of its environment i don't remember on like either like the discovery channel or one of those channels years ago i remember watching a show and it was like there's like a whole science behind like speculative i guess i don't know what to call like extraterrestrials Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they did this thing where they would like study the conditions of a planet and then they would animate what they think creatures on that planet would look like. I wish I remembered like what show it was, but it was like years ago, probably even like 10 years ago or more, but it was just interesting. They're like, Oh, based on like the weather patterns and the temperature and like the air and oxygen levels on this planet, this is what we think creatures on this planet would look like. And like, that makes sense to me. I also don't, this is another situation where, like, I don't think I'm intelligent enough to, like, know or understand, like, when people say, like, oh, there's water on Mars or there's bacteria on this planet, that means there's, like, a chance of life being on that planet. I don't know enough about any of that to know really what that means. Like, when you say there's bacteria on a planet, I'm like, okay, but what does that mean? Like, why does that make it so there can be life there? Well, I think... I don't know what those nerds are, are thinking of, but like I think bacteria is considered like life. I mean, it is it's, considered it's, yeah, it's technically yeah, it, living. It is, but I mean, but I think they, I think they, uh, people want to see us. Yeah. Okay. Something similar to us. So I think that's when they, when people think life on other planets, they think us. You know, how can we? Well, my, this could also be another. This is all another topic. But how can we colonize something else? You know, if if it's if if there are stuff like us, how can we go and colonize it so we can right. use it like for our how, benefit? How much of that do you think is like wishful thinking? If they're like, we screwed up Earth, or like, I hate it here. So yeah, like, yeah. What else is there? What can we? Basically. Where can, where else can we go? Who else is out there? Basically. First contact. Okay. If, if it were to happen today, how would that look? Yeah. So I feel like my thing is. If there were intelligent life on the same level as us, why wouldn't they reach out? And even, like, I don't know. It's just so complicated to think about because you could say, like, if they have the same level of technology as us, but if they 
if it's a different planet, their technology would be completely different. Like mm-hmm. everything would be different. Like literally every single aspect of their technology because they would be starting from scratch. So I'm, I can only wrap my head around it and think of it in the context of like technology that we have. Cause I want to say like, okay, if they had the resources to like, if they're as advanced as we are, why can't they just reach out? Why haven't they yet? I tend to think like, why haven't they just reached out to us? Well, it's the same thing. Why haven't we reached out to them? We can't, you know, well, like, they do oh, send yeah, we... messages to space all the time. Because I would, yeah. dumb messages, though. I would think if they were out there and they tried to contact us, the first contact would look like them sending us some kind of message, whether like audio or like written. And it would probably be in like a language we don't understand, but it would be like written text or like. Well, I, I, I just I think most language is pretty understandable, whether you use like symbols, like, you know, kind of what like certain symbols look like. Today, you you walk outside and you encounter a beam and uh, some other life form comes up to you. What what is that first contact going to look like? So wait, I'm getting abducted in this situation? No, no, no. You're just walking outside and something gets beamed down to the trash can in front of our apartment. And they're just like standing next to the trash can, probably have a leather jacket on. And how's that first encounter gonna gonna be? Oh, I'm gonna be friendly to it, just like I'm friendly to everybody. So I'm not, but I'm not letting it inside the house, like apartment. No. So like I, you I, see, you see the creature from Signs, like the green. You see the thing that walks by at the birthday party in the movie Signs, and you're like, "Hey, what's up?" Well, hello. How are you? My name is Pat. To be fair, well, if I saw that in Philadelphia, I would be like, "Yeah, not that weird." I don't know. Are your arms tired? You had a long flight. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think I mean, you, you, I'm not going to be the asshole. I'm assuming the government would be here in seconds and like ready to like to kill it because I live in Philadelphia and there's like fighter jets all around. That could get between like DC and Philly and New York in like minutes, seconds. So I, I, I have a few seconds to make a big impact. I gotta hit him with a joke, and then offer him something. I have heard the theory that Gritty is a cryptid, not like an extraterrestrial, but like he's a cryptid. Um, so I, I've heard that theory. The thing is, the fanatic has already been confirmed a cryptid. I feel like the fanatic is more like extraterrestrial. No, no, he's from the Galapagos. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, he has a backstory. Yeah. By the way, I, I couldn't think of it, what it was called earlier, but I just looked it up. It's called like the Fermi paradox, and it's the the discrepancy between the lack of conclusive evidence for extraterrestrial life compared to the high priority of the likelihood that it exists, which is kind of like my thing is like it's really likely that intelligent life exists but at the same time it's like where's the where's the receipts yeah. that's kind of where i'm at like i understand but also it's like i don't think so so if i texted you guys later or like i was throwing out the trash and i ran into like an alien like an extraterrestrial being the thing um, is you can say stuff like that all the time and i would assume you're just talking about like 
a person on the street in Philadelphia. I've never said anything like that crazy. You will literally refer to like regular people as like creatures or animals. And I'm like, that's just a guy. And you're like, he looks like a cat. So the old IT guy at work, he looks like a cat. He like you looked at this man and all you see is a is a cat. He had cat eyes, just, he had whiskers. He's literally just some guy. The, he had eyes and whiskers like a cat. And on more than one occasion, you, you see him like do the thing where he like wipe his his forehead with his fist, just like a cat. <laughs> like, like you guys, you guys like have like acted like I was crazy, but this man looked and acted like a cat. But also, like the thing is, like you are a silly, goofy guy, so you'll be like, "Oh, I saw this alien like creature in Seven Eleven this morning," and I'll just think you're being silly. Like if you text us in the group chat and say like you saw an alien, I would just think you're like making fun of someone. What if I had a photo of it? I'd still think. I would, probably, I would think uh, it was like from the internet. I'd be like, "That's a meme." Because I'm only allowed to do one selfie a year, so that would be the selfie. Interesting. It's someone's uh, rising plan. Yeah, if if more than one photo of me is taken, it tracks you know, the selfies. I don't, yeah, I I, 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 my phone gets shut off. Also, I don't show up in many photos. It's the whole thing. I have like multiple photos of you. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. literally one right there's now. Also, we're looking at. There's there's also like a dozens probably of just a blank chair. <laughs> <laughs> we have a photo of you on the wall in the room that we're in right now. Yeah, there's, I'm just saying, like I don't throw, show up in many photos. Well, luckily you show up in this one because it's you and Nick Cage. If 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 there was an alien and I told you guys, like, we need to come I'm, up with a code right now so that we know when we're serious. Like, what's oh the my code god, code? there's an alien that it would be that like holy no, shit, guys! I feel like that's just something you would say. Well, I from here on out it won't be. Nah, man. Now, like, what's what's the code word? Pineapple. Pineapple. No, okay. no, we talk about pineapples a lot. I don't think we've ever said a word about pineapple. What's like a. What's something like, I would never talk about? It has if to be Ryan Reynolds rom coms. So when you, when you text the group chat, Ryan Reynolds rom coms, that's when we know it's serious regarding mm-hmm. yes. like alien matters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Does that include like everything? Cryptids, aliens, paranormal. That's like the. Code that, for yeah. I think that should include. So here's a problem with this with this theory. Earlier, when you heard the doors. You would have texted us, Ryan Reynolds rom coms. I just heard the doors. I'd have went in the back and I'd have been like, I jumped up so fast, I was ready to run out the front door. I know, I saw you. So, is there levels? It's like, it's like Ryan Reynolds rom com is code red, but like Ryan Reynolds in like the Amityville horror is like a pretty chill. Could go either way. Yeah, or we can just say Ryan Reynolds. And we know, like, okay, well, let's see, let's see what you got to say. Yeah, like, but if you say like Ryan Reynolds Ra- rom com, we're Reynolds not going to talk like, about Ryan Reynolds. What's wrong, with Ryan Reynolds? Nothing, but like, we're not like. I think he's a good use because we're not going to. We don't talk about. Him. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, if if someone says Ryan Reynolds, you know, it's like pay attention to what I'm about to say. But if you say Ryan Reynolds rom com, that means. Where are you? I'll come to you. I'll make sure you're safe. That that means like I believe I just had a paranormal experience because like I like I said I have tons of experiences where I brush it off and I'm like oh I don't think that was anything I did get scared when the door slammed earlier then I realized there was someone else in the building and I'm like okay it was him someone 
closing a door in the back, totally normal living person, not paranormal. But it's like <laughs> Ryan Reynolds rom-com is when it's like confirmed. I have no way to debunk this. I've tried. I've thought of every explanation and I still can't explain it. It's a rom-com situation. I'm shaking. I'm crying. I might need you to meet me at a Wawa. Yeah. Which that was probably how I felt immediately when I heard the door slam. <laughs> like we're going to have to record this at Wawa. All right, so okay, Ryan Ryan Reynolds is like, okay, well, what's wrong? Let's let's find out what's wrong. Ryan Reynolds rom com is, I should probably call you, make sure everything's okay. Okay, cool, we established that. Earlier, Julia, you had a perfect segue, so we're gonna bring that back up so we can resegue into it. Oh, with the are you talking about the cryptids? Yeah. So yeah, we said we were gonna talk about do we believe in cryptids. And that's our next topic. I mentioned vaguely earlier that I could, like, in real time, notice my, like, brain fully developing from my early 20s to my late 20s. And a really great example that I'll give that relates to cryptids and my belief in them. If you've ever seen or heard of the of the mockumentary Mermaids the Body Found, it's a mockumentary, but at the time, yes. in, like, 2011, it aired on Discovery Channel. I was in high school. They didn't say that it was a mockumentary. It was presented as a fully real documentary. So I was around, I was in high school. I was around 17 years old when I saw this. Again, presented as a very real documentary with evidence of mermaids. And I watched this documentary and I fully 100% was convinced that mermaids were real. And I immediately was like, why isn't this on the news? And my parents tried to tell me like, Hey, it's a fake TV show. And I said, what do you mean? It's a documentary. It was on Discovery Channel. They don't show like fictional stuff on Discovery Channel. Because really they didn't very often. But like when I tell you, I was 17 and in high school, like I, I went to school the next day and tried to tell people about this. I went to parties in high school and like would go up to people and I'd be like, have you guys heard Mermaids are real? And, and like, what was their reaction? Did they Did they ostracize you? Not really. They kind of just brushed it off because a lot of them were like already my friends and they were kind of just like, oh, you're just weird. But the way that I was convinced that this was a real documentary, and I do recommend watching it. And you're welcome because now if you if you go ahead and watch it after this, like you'll have the fun experience of having in mind to like, just know that the first time I saw it, I believed it 100%. And I feel like that'll add some comic relief for you. But I think that's a good example because it was around exactly 10 years ago. Like I was 17 when I first saw it. Now I'm 27. And it's just so funny to think about how convinced I was that like, I really thought that in 2011, we discovered proof of mermaids. And again, I I want you guys to like, if you can, like if it's, if you can find it streaming, please watch at least part of this because I'm not talking about like the long hair, Hold on, Julia, like, I can't, can't really hear you. There's a lot of, like, noise. What? Maybe it's because you're typing. Like, oh, go oh, ahead. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of Enrique typing and you can't hear Julia. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, my bad. Nah, you're good. But, uh, so the mermaids in this documentary were, like, I want to say realistic looking in the fact that, like, they looked like fish and not, they didn't have, like, long hair and, like, human skin. They were, like, basically fish with arms, I guess. 
and like scales all over their body. So like, I don't know, it was pretty convincing at the time, but So like that's what you think they would actually look like? Right, like it it made it more convincing the fact that they presented them in a way that like didn't look like a cartoon mermaid. It looked very much like a fish creature that could potentially exist and they it was very scientific in explaining the way that like the species that we are like we started as one species and like half of us went to land and half went to water and it explained like because the, the documentary is called mermaids the body found because like in the they describe like finding this body of one washed up on a beach and they talk about like it has hip bones unlike most fish and the reason it has hip bones is because it developed from the same species we did and it originally like stood upright and was a bipedal creature which is why it had hip bones to like support like its organs and everything and it's like diaphragm and rib cage because like fish don't normally have hip bones and like there was a lot of references like that throughout this show that made it more believable so as like a 17 year old with an undeveloped brain i fully took it at face value it was also on a, um it was also on animal planet it might have been originally on animal planet i said discovery but but yeah like at the time mm-hmm. so An- animal planet is guilty of like and we know about it now but at the time they they would actually air a lot of mockumentary style shows and they would never present them as fiction and i think they kind of got in trouble for it and got away from that at some point because it was really kind of rampant on animal planet at the time where they would air a lot of shows like about cryptids and present them as though they were fact and it duped a lot of people and i kind of judge people a little bit because like like i said i was a teenager when i saw it i definitely don't think i would be fooled by that same documentary if i went if I saw it for the first time as an adult. Dude, there it is. Yeah, so that's my, like, fun anecdote about, like, my belief in cryptids. Again, that's another thing where I think it's possible, but, like, eh, I'm not really sure. I think, for me, cryptids are more fun to think about, and it's, like, I think they're cool and fun. I don't know if they're real. Like, I don't really believe in Bigfoot. So there's a show, and it's funny that you mentioned it's good, not funny. It's good that you mentioned, and I'm sorry I was typing. I hope um, I didn't ruin her audio, but I can't I can't think of the name of the show. But basically, so in this show, it was like a, it was like a TMZ style show where people were like, "All right, let's we we each like say we were on a show, right? All three of us would present some videos. People would vote on which video they want to prove is either real or fake." And they'll experiment. So one was like of a witch, and the witch was flying in Mexico, right? It was just like a, a, a witch that was flying. That was what the yes, they do. right, right. And they basically mimicked that same video in three different ways. So they used like a cloth and a string. Then they used like maybe something else and something else, right? Try to get the same quality. Try to get everything. And they had an episode where they had a video of what seemed like a mermaid. And everyone said, oh, well, they, they pay people to, like, in this island, they pay people to dress up as mermaids. And, and they're like, well, the person claims they weren't at that island. They claimed they were at, like, this place. But, like, I don't know, Atlantic City. We'll just, it wasn't that. But we'll say Atlantic City. And the, the, the show and what they found and what they proved wasn't, wasn't impor- isn't important. But when I think of mermaids now, it's stuck in my head because they had an expert, like a 
what are they called? A marine biologist something? Yeah. Okay. They had this guy or woman, I can't remember. And they were basically explaining. They said, okay, well, we don't know. I don't remember if the video was fake or real or whatever, or what they came up with. They could debunk it, could debunk it. But they mentioned if mermaids were real, they would be probably 400 pounds. They would be uh, gray-skinned. And I forget. Basically, they would look like a seal. Because they would have to withstand the freezing temperatures of the water. They wouldn't be attractive. Like, they wouldn't lure fishermen. And I think they lured fishermen because at that time, in like the 1300s, men just were like, man, I don't know what a woman looks like because I've been on a boat for 15 years, you know? And they see a seal and they're like, oh, man, that woman looks so good. But (laughs) Wasn't that all just like cover cover up to hide homosexuality like um probably the the, the spread of um of stds on those like on those pirate boats was you know you got like you know they come back and the like the, the wife is like well why do you have an std and it's like well i got seduced by a siren or or a mermaid and, and i guess it was like more socially acceptable to say that they were fucking a fish as opposed to, um, you know, yeah, because then their wife would be like, Oh, I can't blame you. Yeah, you were on a boat. Yeah. Well, a yeah, boat. yeah, yeah. The, but, but the thing is, like, if, if, if mermaids were real, they would basically look like a seal. Yeah. And or like, I feel like they would look like not so much like Ariel from The Little Mermaid, but more like if you've seen the movie Luca, I feel like that's a slightly more because they would have to like withstand well, the temperatures uh, of the water. Which that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they would look like seals or like narwhals or like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rainbow, don't make fun of me. Are narwhals real? Yes. I can never remember. Okay. Yes. Yeah, they, they would look like a walrus or like a narwhal or a seal. Name your favorite cryptics. Because we have a book on them, actually. Yeah, um, I got I got the the book on cryptozoology. Basically oh. the cryptozoology bible. It's it's not a flex, Julia. I'm pretty sure I've showed it to you. Definitely, um, a Wendigo would be favorite. That's your favorite? Oh yeah, hands down. So I feel like this is a different, difficult question. How are we defining favorite? Your favorite. Personal favorite, one that has your heart. Okay, if you if if someone gave said, look, I can give you all the information, all the what would you want to learn more about? Like I, I like I love chupacabras. Because I remember seeing, I remember seeing the movie. Oh, such a, such a shitty low budget movie. But I saw a movie when I was young, and I heard about it. You know, it's it's you hear about it in Puerto Rico. I, I went to Puerto Rico when I was young, and you hear about it, and then you hear about it in Mexico. Because why not? Let's scare the shit out of kids, right? But I saw a shitty movie about it, and, and I always want. I was always more curious because chupacabras doesn't really bother people. Just eat your livestock. So it doesn't really bother you. Just eat your livestock, you know, which is messed up in those times because you need livestock to live. But the other one, Jersey Devil. I went to school in Stockton. I drove by the Pine Barrens all the time. I was always on Leeds Road. I don't know if that's the real name of it, but it's like Jimmy Leeds Road or something. No, I, th- I think that's what it's called. No, Jimmy- no. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jimmy Leeds Road and... 
I yeah, Jersey Devil and um I'm a fan of like the big three, you know, but Jersey Devil and Chupacabras. Don't ask me what, what are the big three. Don't ask me what the big three are. Can I guess? <laughs> don't ask me what the big three so are. So I I obviously am gonna be biased and I'm not saying he's my favorite, but like it seems like in media the Jersey Devil is super popular, but that might be because I live in New Jersey. No, it is it's yes. super popular. Yeah, like though. across the country, he's known. Yeah. So like I don't know if he's part of the big three, but I feel like it's like Bigfoot. I really fuck with Mothman personally, so I feel like he's probably like in the big three. And like I'm trying to oh like Loch Ness monster. Yeah, I was thinking Loch Ness, Bigfoot, Jersey Devil. All right, yeah, those are. Pat, do you agree? Yeah, no, that's a fair. I don't like. I don't know, and I, I guess I, I should pull people who don't live in New Jersey. What do they think yeah, of the Jersey like, Devil? See how much of the lore they know about the Jersey Devil. Like, do they know the backstory? Do they know yeah. like, the Leeds Devil? I oh, people definitely don't know that. Which is crazy to me because I feel like it's just so well known. Like, every, you just know like the story of the Leeds Devil. But I guess if you're not, I didn't know that until I started working in Jersey. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, because you claim. Well, maybe this was before you got your PhD, but you claimed to have a PhD in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was during my my time. Okay, while you were studying, okay, that's fair. Yeah, you had just began your studies. I know you guys probably think I think all of them are real. Yes, I do, but I think that I think the Jersey Devil might be real. The thing is, I think the Jersey Devil might have been real. Maybe not what people think. I think maybe it would have been like a deformity, like a deform, well, yeah, like a deformed. You know the story, and like again, mm-hmm. I feel like we say this about a lot of things, but like maybe we'll do a whole episode on it. Maybe not. We're like half. No, we 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 definitely got to do a Jersey Devil episode. We got to do a Jersey. We got to yeah. do an episode on all three of these the things whole, separate. The Ghost whole backstory aims. because it it really makes sense that it may have been like a a deformed or like disabled child mm-hmm. with some. I I honestly think the Jersey Devil's real. I think. There's just too many, like the 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 myth of it is so rich down there. And just the fact that we have a name and like a family mm-hmm. that is tied to it. Like we have the eyewitnesses of like the doctor, like the doctor's like a real doctor who claimed to, you yeah, know. Napoleon's so, brother shot it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Napoleon's brother. So there's that famous poster of the Philadelphia Zoo was had a bounty out on the Jersey Devil. Yeah, like a real poster. Yeah, it was like a real it's like legit. Like that's that's an actual fact that that the Philadelphia Zoo put out a poster of basically capturing the Jersey Devil and Napoleon's brother shot it. Which like that's so like camp cuz like yeah. I feel like I I can only assume that their intention was to like put it in the zoo. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's, like, definitely. Big Philadelphia energy. But that's the, I I truly think it's real. Uh whether it had wings and hooves and this and that i, I don't know i mean i i also don't know God, as far as i'm concerned why can't that be real you know what i'm saying like why can't because we don't we've never seen it or no one's well that is the definition of like a cryptid is it's yeah. a creature that is believed to be true but has not been proven to or, or believed to have exist that has not been proven to exist and Almost every creature that we know of began as a cryptid. There, you think there about was it, a yeah. point in history where every animal Dinosaurs was, were probably cryptids at one point. Yo, it trips me out so bad. And I, I tell you guys this all the time, but like it's so weird to think about the fact that dinosaurs used to exist. 
I know dinosaurs are real. Like I'm not saying they that. are real. No, I know they're real. It's just weird for me to think about that they existed on the same planet that we do. It's so weird. Pat, you're a caveman. Do you believe dinosaurs are cryptids? I I, I don't know. I wouldn't have encountered them. Yeah, like, no, like, saying, like I would maybe I would maybe have some dinosaur bones, and I don't think I my brain's developed enough. Woolly mammoths, saber toothed tigers. I'm gonna be just scared of them. You know, it's crazy. Like humans were around when woolly mammoth was around. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, like. Well, there used, there used to be. Those guys were built different. There was like a bear on the Bering Strait. I think it was the Bering Strait. There was like a bear. Bering Strait. Is that the Bernstein Bears like inspiration? I don't know, but there was like a bear that was like it lived right in between the crossing, so people had to cross by his bear. And like, he lived. He was the. He used his body as a bridge. Yeah. Across, you had to was, walk across on his back to get across the Bering Strait. His name was Baron the Bear. Nah, but like, I, I, I dinosaurs could have been cryptids, reptiles, you know. What what, I mean, if, what if during those times people were like, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, and, and in the time in history where like information wasn't widely like right, right. between there wasn't communication between different land masses, so there could have been like. I mean, Jersey Devils, what, 1600s, 1700s-ish? No, like literally early 19. It, it, I think it was born in the late 1700s, but they've got like the, the big yeah. newspaper article was the early 1900s. Right, right, but I'm saying like. It, this is this was a myth during that time, 1700s, 1800s, right? So that people didn't have information like that. People just heard. People saw things. They heard things and were like, "Oh, damn, man! Yeah, like I just it, heard this lady had a double." Like it could have been a known creature on another continent. I'm not saying like specifically the devil was, but like there was a time in history where like like lions and tigers if you lived in a country where there weren't lions and tigers right, right, it, would, right. it was a myth to you and you didn't know if it was real and you would think things were or like large reptiles people thought they were dragons right right so that's the thing like i i think cryptids are real you know mainly i, I mainly in in particular i think like the jersey devil not just because you know i've lived in jersey my whole life but the jersey devil has to be real there has to so, be some truth behind it. Here's a question, and this could go for a lot of cryptids: is if the de- if the Jersey Devil is real, is it one creature? Because, like you said, the myth existed from like the 1700s. I had to have kids, just like Bigfoot. Okay. Yeah. So, like, it's descendants of the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has to be. How does that work? How's it procreating? Who's it mating with? I mean, I don't know. It's deformed, like animals. It's not really a human. Maybe itself. Yeah. I I do think it's like an interesting theory to explore the possibility of it being like a disabled or deformed child and then possibly being abandoned and then becoming like a feral man that lived in the woods. Yeah. We're going to do a big Jersey Devil episode. We're going to get like quotes from people, do some research, go up to the place. I think that'd be be, be great. Yeah, like if your great. last name is Leeds, please send us an email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think it's funny because like, I, I, I for both the the Jersey stories that I came like the Jersey Devil, we've talked a lot about it. The fact that there was a, a blimp and that everyone the the people of New Jersey thought was a UFO, and I picture all these people with like Panzerottis in their hands, just like on a beach screaming. 
Like, I'm oh man, using a Panzerati right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. You should. Okay, I'll I'll be honest, and then we can move on. Up until I met you guys, I thought Panzerati was a car. <laughs> I thought Panzerati was a car. Oh, it's so the much car fun. of New Jersey. I just and people was people used to be talking about Panzeratis. I'm like, bro, I can't even afford one of them things. <laughs> yeah, they're like, bro, you about to go get a Panzerati? They'd be like, yo, I'm about to get a Panzerati. I'm you're look, like, man, I'm I'm good. You're like, oh shit, where are you working now? <laughs> yeah. You got a raise? I seriously That's thought I seriously thought a Panzerati was a car. And then you guys were like, oh, we're about to order a Panzerati. And I swear, the first time I heard that, I thought, you guys are always fucking with me, man. <laughs> I just kept thinking, like, you guys love fucking with me so much. And then I realized it was a, a food, a really delicious food, too. But yeah. speaking no. of. No, yeah, I just think of every time, like, it would be like a story, like, I, I picture, like, a group of people, like, on, like, the worst beach in Wildwood. Looking up at the sky, like, oh man, there's the Jersey Devil, that rascal. They probably do. Yeah. Who's to say, you know? I did do um, some research looking up Bigfoot encounters. I also have some data on alien abductions. I, I lost where I wrote that. Or alien sightings in, in Jersey, because I have that textbook on um, UFO encounters. But uh, so, according to what was it? Oh, the BFRO.net. There hasn't been a, a Bigfoot sighting since like 2017 in Jersey. That's regular. But you also put Bigfoot tracks found in snow. Oh, yeah. Some... yeah, yeah. That, so that's in Indiana, Pennsylvania, which is near. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, we, we should definitely use this photo because I'm looking at the photo right now. And it's just a right. The, <laughs> it's a footprint. It's just like a guy's <laughs> Yes. And a guy puts his f- shoe next to it. And it's the same size. Well, it's like a size fifteen. He's like a size twelve. Yeah, no, like this guy. No, it's his. I'm pretty sure it's his footprint. And he doesn't. So it's like he took his boot off to like get a rock out of his shoe. He put his foot down in the snow, picked his foot up, and was like, "Oh shit, there's a footprint here." It's yeah. Probably and then put his own boot back down next to it for yeah. size reference. So I did. Yeah. I did see something. It was actually 2018, Pat. Yeah, uh, in this area in, in in Burlington County, I forget I forget where I was looking. Uh, I'm gonna click. I'm gonna make some clicks. The big so they they oh in the Pine Barrens, so right in the Pine Barrens they they had a Bigfoot sighting in 2018, and I saw it in Philly Voice. I don't know if that's a reputable. Is there a- you know what? Wait, who wrote it? Was that was that um who wrote the article? <sighs> Not the onion, if that's what you're asking. No, no, like which because like the voice got some good. They have some reputable writers. Well, th- this one, this this one that I'm looking at is uh, CBS News Philadelphia. Okay, so you know this is like relatively reputable. You know, you think it was there for the uh, Jersey Devil's birthday? Uh, this happened in like April, maybe April May. So I don't know when his dev- birthday is. Maybe, it was but like yeah, they did. They did. Uh, find something in 2018. So that that's pretty cool. You know, 2018 they found in the Pine Barrens uh, Bigfoot tracks. So that's that's pretty cool. Is there any like? Do you know anything? Is there like what cryptids are in like the Poconos? 
Wendigo. I, I swear, me and Pat heard of Wendigo. Because um, we I'm I'm going soon. By the way, I'm going to the Poconos next month, so I'm gonna need off like a Friday in March. You can, um, yeah, you can have off whenever you want. I, no, I'll, I'll put it in. I'll put in the request. Yeah, for no. That, but, uh, feel free. I to... think I need like a Friday off in uh, March. Oh look, the Poconos is great. I love the Poconos. They, you you don't got any real cryptids to worry about. Um, you just need a Wendigo. That's yeah. That's the most worrying of all cryptids. That's like the one to be worried about. Yeah, but like you're good. <laughs> no, like that's literally like the worst. Like a Wendigo is like to me like cryptids are like fun, silly, but then like the Wendigo like that's serious shit. I don't I don't think it's real or know if it's real, but like if it if is, it- that's real shit, and I'm. I don't fuck with it. Um, there were some oh, other ones. I mean, her one. There were some other ones. I remember like doing research of like sightings of different things in the Poconos, but um, nothing like the Wendigo was like the most. And um, you know whether or not you believe in it or not, it is fun. Um, the Poconos is beautiful. A lot of great stuff. Yeah, Pat. We should go to the Poconos soon. We should. Yeah, Poconos is great. That stupid movie, or like a Skinwalker. Nah, you'll be fine. Nah, Skinwalkers aren't around. Um, PA, it's too cold. Ooh, when we do our crypto episode, I do want to talk about Skinwalkers because that is so fascinating. They're yeah, so fascinating. The woods in general are no joke. Like, yeah, you can get ticks. Yeah, there's oh, a new got, there's I've a new tick so many... too. There's a new they, tick they in Jersey. Out, they came out with a new one. Yep. I've got so many ticks in my life. I hate. One time I tried to rescue, like, a, I saw, like, a tiny kitten in the woods by my house, and I spent, like, an hour trying to catch it, and I couldn't, and then I found, like, six ticks on me the next day. Mm. Ah, that's messed up my whole hair washing schedule, because I kept finding ticks on my scalp, and I was like, god damn it, I gotta wash my hair, it's not hair wash day, throwing off my Nah, hair. you got you ah. ticks, man, they ain't nothing to play with. Yeah. I hate, I hate when my hair wash schedule gets off. Um... <laughs> Look, you gotta have if you're gonna be like fighting ghosts and searching for for when to go, you gotta have a good hair wash schedule and skin root care routine. Let's take a trip down memory lane and go over some of our fun expeditions we've taken over the few years. So which one the holy altar and the witch's well, that's the one we went to where Pat said the hill wasn't a hill, right? (laughs) Okay. it was Mount Holly, and which is a cute town. Um, apparently, the um, the prison we walked past was like super haunted. I don't know if you guys remember that that like old timey prison. Yeah, yeah, we parked yeah. in front of it. Yeah, yeah, so they had free parking. That one was a lot of fun, and I think it was more fun. It sucked, but I think it was more fun that we were right. We just weren't looking on the wrong direction because the well was there. We just kept looking at the wrong. So for so, I don't know if people are familiar with like the area, but we found like the holy altar. It's like a brick structure, and it has the words "holy, holy, holy" engraved on it. I don't think anyone really knows where it came from, what the origin of it is. But I hear there's one legend that claims the Jersey Devil is locked inside of it. Probably not. I think it's just like a brick structure. Mm-hmm. But we also tried to find the witch's well in Mount Holly. And we ended up not finding it, but apparently we were looking in the wrong place. 
Also, this was the day that I almost like pushed Pat down a hill. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I still don't know why. Because you, we were walking up yeah, an we incline. Were like, we were like hiking up a super steep incline, struggling, and Pat just goes, this isn't an, even an incline. Meanwhile, literally at like a 45 degree angle. Mm-hmm. We're in Mount Holly. It's called Mount Holly for a reason. There's nothing but mounts and hollies there. So I just like, I think I was kind of like winded or stressed from like walking up this super steep hill. That when he said the words like this isn't even an incline, my first instinct was to just like turn and just push him and like him roll down the hill. <laughs> but like I just turned and like stared at him and just kept walking. I'm sorry. Yeah, you almost got pushed, man. <laughs> I would have deserved just it. A, just being a silly guy. That 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 place was cool though. It it was cool. We should definitely go back because we missed the well. Um, yeah. Enrique and I watched all these videos of these losers, mm-hmm. like, like being like, "Look, I found the well," and and like we we were in that goddamn small mount, you know, walking around this pleasant little town, and and like it is a very small like area, the mountain. It's 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 not big at all, so like the idea that we missed it is is heartbreaking. Unless it's gone, because we found the one, um, the fence line, mm-hmm. and the, you know well, we it's in weird. A bunch of YouTube videos of people going to it, and we couldn't really, we still couldn't find it. Yeah, let, let like, us know if you have experience like going to the witch's well in Mount Holly. If you're from this area, please help us find it. Please, yeah. we're going back. We're gonna go back in in March. I'm throwing the gauntlet down. Well, March is like next week, man. Yeah, but like middle of March. Alright. We're we're marching to it. Nice. The Akko goes too. That that was a lot of fun. We didn't catch anything and, and I think it was kind of like it's like really dark and really late and so I was the, kinda of like half asleep. But the point of the Akko Ghost is so there was a boy playing basketball. And he and like this was like when basketball was like still a young sport, and he got what hit by a truck or he a bus or something. Yeah, he got hit by like a truck or something, right? Something like that. He got hit by he got hit by a vehicle, a big vehicle. Yeah, and like you know, a lot yeah, of people playing because he's like playing in the street with the ball and then he gets mm-hmm. hit. Yeah, and he was like playing at night. He gets hit. So like, if you go super late to the the creepy. Akko is a creepy town in general, and the people from Akko are creepy. So, like, if you go to this scary little town filled with scary little people, and you're there at night and at the right intersection, which, like, we were on, like, a dirt road in, like, the middle of the Pine Barrens, you allegedly hear, like, a ball bouncing, and you see, like, a ghost. We didn't see it. Yeah, I I didn't. That day, I didn't hear anything. Or see anything, or there was like a weird man on his porch, but that the 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 Echo Ghost is a fascinating story. Um, when we do a ghost episode, we will we'll talk more about it because I think it's like super relevant, given that it's South Jersey, super close, and mm-hmm. and that is something people actually know. Like I've heard, yeah, like Echo Ghost is pretty mm-hmm. well known. Yeah, so John, it's in weird New Jersey, the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I would say that the Akko ghost is more popular than the um the holy 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 altar. 
Oh, definitely. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think I I have um a couple of the weird New Jersey like hardcover books, and I think it the altar might be in one of those, but I didn't know about it. I think until you guys told me about it, I might have seen it before, but I didn't like remember it. And then Julia put in a nice little tour for us in the in December. No, no, it was, it was like October. It's October, I think. man. It was like before Halloween. But, uh, yeah, so you guys live in Philadelphia, so I kind of gave like a really brief tour of like this immediate area and some of the kind of local, some local flavor and some hot spots. Some of it, but yeah, it was in October because some of them were just like. Um, houses that get decorated really cool around Halloween, like the pumpkin house. Mm. But another thing that was in Weird New Jersey is the cookie jar house. That was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, in Glendora, if you if you know, you know the cookie jar house. I know now. Um, girls who get it get it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and we went to like like Camden County College. Supposedly Jefferson Hall is super haunted. We went to Gabriel Davies Tavern. R.I.P. Harper's Pub. Oh yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, super sad. It was the last. It was actually Harper Pub's last day. Yeah, it, yeah, we went on. We there. went on their last day, Which, and that for some reason I had never gotten boneless wings there before, and they were like the best boneless wings I've ever had in my yeah, life. Yeah, rest in peace, Harper's. Uh, um, we wish you didn't didn't have to leave us. Harper's Pub though was like investigated on several haunted shows. Ghost adventure shows, in the, and just in the past, like there have been times that I've been there, and then the one bartender, I would be like, "Is this place haunted?" She like, "It's fucking terrifying here." You know, like, no one wants to go upstairs. No one wants to go downstairs. The one, you know, the rooms upstairs are haunted, and and that's where like they had like stored like office stuff and supplies. So, and, and you know, it, it was always fun. You would always get some like colorful stories from the staff if you asked at the right time. Yeah, it was it was a great place. We really missed the opportunity to talk to them. Obviously, we didn't have this kind of going for ourselves yet. We it was like in the works and we talked about it. We flirted with the idea of the podcast, but it's just it's really unfortunate that we we didn't even get a chance to just like just for fun, you know, just casually bring it up and and talk to them. Yeah, and just it it was such a surprise, like a shock. They they closed like so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Like there was really no notice. We already had plans to go mm-hmm. that Sunday, and I found out that Friday. I saw the post that said they were closing Monday, and I was like, "Wow, we're going right before they close," and we didn't even know. Like, who would have thought that would be the last time ever? Um, do we have any fan mail? I did get a question. A friend of mine mentioned like 20 years ago, they saw signs, right? They saw the movie signs and they were afraid of the dark for months. They haven't watched a horror movie since. And that was 20 years ago. Uh, Now they're not afraid of the darker aliens, but they're sad that that culture is passing by them. They want to watch horror again. And then they mentioned, do you have any recommendations for people who like to start watching horror, but are afraid and maybe... Can you tell what your enjoyment of horror is? And I, I, I kind of thought it was like, what can you rec? I, I read it wrong. I guess the first time it was like I, I thought it was like, can you recommend? They said they're not interested in like movie recommendation, movie recommendations. But what helps us cope with fear? 
you know, the the fact that like we're watching horror and like we're unaffected by it in a way, you know, like kind of numb to it. Or like, okay. well, how does that help us? But then they kind of like, they tweaked it to say, have you ever been really scared by something in a movie? Do you enjoy being scared? Do you close your eyes during scary moments? What scares you the most? So I guess it's like two questions in a way. I Yeah, I actually really like this question. So we can we can touch up on it. How can like it is interesting to kind of think about I, why are why why do we find so much enjoyment in horror movies you know so so okay so the first thing the first thing was basically like I said they they saw signs they were scared they never ever twenty years they just never seen a horror movie in twenty years because twenty years ago they were scared so they're 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 upset that it's the culture is passing them by because the culture it's a big culture there's movies there's shows there's all kinds of things so I guess. What advice, I think advice might be the word, would we give someone who wants to start watching horror but they're afraid and how and, and, and I guess incorporate our enjoyment or like why we, we enjoy it? So I would I feel like I I can answer this. I if you're afraid to start with horror, there are a lot of different subgenres that you could go into. For example, I'm mostly a fan of like paranormal and supernatural. I really don't care for like slasher movies as much. And I also don't usually feel that scared. Like, you know, jump scares get me, but like paranormal movies don't really stick with me and scare me just because I guess I don't believe in them that much. Like I, even if ghosts are real, I know my house isn't haunted because I've lived there for years and never seen a ghost there. So I know it's not haunted. So like once the movie's off, I'm not really that scared. I mean, I might be a little creeped out when I turn off the lights, but you know, I guess that's kind of my explanation of like, I watch mainly paranormal movies and they don't really get to me, but sometimes stuff that leans more towards slasher and like exploitation and like super gory like I talked about last episode like I hate the terrifier movies they don't do anything for me so I would recommend that you really explore like different horror subgenres because it's not just one blanket of I think you would be able to find like a niche of like genre of movie within horror that doesn't bother you as much and also also like finding a genre and and, and all of that you can also stick to like the ratings do affect how movies gory, how movies kind of if it's a PG-13 movie, it's usually something that a teenager can watch. So if right. a teenager can watch it, you know, nine times out of 10, a parent is going to let their eight, nine, 10 year old watch it if they're in a living room together kind of thing. So that kind of helps, too. But there's. Like Julia said, there's tons and tons and yeah, tons. I was saying, like, so this is this sounds weird when I say it this way, but like, don't try to watch movies of things that you know scare you because, I, not to flex, but like I said, oh like, my God. I love horror movies, but the ones I watch don't scare me that much. Um, I purposely don't choose movies that either scare me or upset me. And for example, like, I also watch horror movies mainly because I find other movies boring, but I also find a lot of like other movies like drama movies can be like super upsetting. A lot of times they deal mm-hmm. with like really difficult topics and like not even horror. It could just be like a dramatic movie or like 
a romance movie and a lot of times the situations in those movies bother me just because it's real life situations they deal with relationships family dynamics and a lot of those things can be super uncomfortable and I don't want to be uncomfortable when I watch things like people might assume that like we watch horror movies because we like being disturbed we like being scared we like the discomfort and that's not the case because like don't ask me to watch Titanic don't ask me to watch The Notebook because a lot of those things are just like super emotional a lot of movies deal with like relationships people get cheated on there's abusive relationships there's violence there's like weird family dynamics with in-laws and just I don't really want to watch stuff with like and again I know not all movies have that but a lot of them do and it's just in general why would I want to watch a movie that deals with like real life topics that's kind of boring to me like I I deal with people all day every day so why would I want to just experience that in movie form it's kind of boring I would rather you know, like a haunted house and like everything that goes along with that. I don't experience that all the time, although it might sound like it from our experiences. But yeah, like, but no, we don't. To me, it's just less upsetting and less boring to watch like a supernatural movie because I, I guess the way I'll wrap it up is that like I can remove myself from the situation when I watch a scary movie. When I watch Paranormal Activity, I don't place myself in the situation I'm just watching as a viewer. So if you can find something where you don't relate to it too much or like it's a topic that doesn't bother you, like I don't really want to watch like a slasher exploitation where like women are being killed in like very like sick and gross ways because that can kind of like... Or like like realistic ways where... Yeah, because I'm like that happens and it's like, you know, some slashers are cool, but like sometimes it gets, it borderlines on a little bit weird or, like, I saw the movie, the Poughkeepsie tapes, and, like, I, I got through it the first time. I heard it was really disturbing. I watched it. It didn't really bother me on the first watch, but I don't know that I could get through it again. I think it might disturb me more going into it a second time, but the first time I didn't mind. But just, yeah, stuff like that, if you know that movie, like, I guess just kind of think about, reflect on the things that you're afraid of. And there will be horror movies that don't have that in it, like... And that's going to be super personal. Like, maybe you're afraid of ghosts, but maybe something like Child's Play wouldn't scare you because you're like, I know dolls don't come to life. Mm -hmm. And again, it's going to be thrilling and scary when you're watching it. There's going to be jump scares. You're going to freak out when he, you know, Chucky jumps out with a knife. But when you go to sleep at night, you're like, I don't have a possessed doll in my house, so I'm good. I can sleep at night. And I think the enjoyment or or the... the excitement that we get from horror movies kind of varies in different ones some are cool i mean as a guy you know you're programmed for like cool so you see slashers and you're like they're tough man you know they're 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 usually tough men that just no one can beat you know and and like when you're a kid you're like oh that dude's tough you know but outside of like stupid things you know stupid like beating on your chest kind of stuff and like bragging to your friends like yeah this killer i think i could beat him in a fight I, I know with me personally like the enjoyment that i get like a lot of the excitement that i get in horror movies is honestly it, it it's the curiosity some are boring you know i watch them because i really enjoy them and there's like i can get into depth on on why and but a lot of times it's just the curiosity it's it's the creativeness 
and creativity of of you know the character the 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 direction of the film you know all, all of that but then also you get you know you get a little bit of just like curiosity what what if this is real like monster movies always excite me because i'm that's what i'm interested in you know i i believe in ghosts i believe in aliens i believe in cryptids like some not all but i believe in some so when i see movies of monsters i get it i get interested i get real curious because it's like hmm what if this is real you know devil movies like i was super afraid of and we talk about it all the time like i was super afraid of them as a kid oh, yeah one, one of my favorite subgenres ever is like religious or yeah like catholic based horror movies possession movies everything like that and i think part of that stems from the fact that i'm not a religious person i don't really believe in demonic possession so when i watch the movie it's super exciting and like upbeat to watch because mm-hmm. it's it's thrilling mm-hmm. but once the movie's off you know, there might be jump scares that get me in the movie, but once it's off, I don't believe in demonic possession. So, and again, that's going to be, that's why horror movies resonate with me. So I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but also I will say that like everyone is going to have their own like sensitivities when it comes to horror. And I know I, I personally, I personally feel f- afraid of these movies of, of, you know, demonic possession movies, uh, ghost movies, you know, this stuff scares me. I, I lived through what I feel were, was a haunted house. So these things scare me. But the excitement is, in, in that situation, the excitement and the curiosity is, oh, I lived through that. It's got to be some truth because I remember these experiences and these, or mm, I've never thought of it that way you know, kind of thing. So just, I guess, just getting my mind, uh, my imagination going, I get scared. And sometimes I'd sleep with the light on or sometimes sleep with the TV on. Uh, Back in the day when people used to actually call people, I would call people. And so I felt comfortable. Like I would call, you know, I'd call my friends and and, and I'll talk to them. That's, that's, you know, certain ways that I like cope. But mainly, like Julia said, like I know this stuff isn't real. It still scares the shit out of me, but I know it's not real. So while I'm scared, my brain's all fucked up. So while I'm scared, I yeah, I'm scared. And I'm like, damn. But at the end of the day, nothing's really going to happen. Yeah, I might get mugged. There, there's killers on the street. You know, these things are real. But, you know, that doesn't bother me. Because what are the odds? What are the chances right. that that's going to happen to me? It might. I mean, I live in Philly. If I'm in the wrong neighborhood, yeah, it might. But. What are the chances? Like these things don't bother me because of that. Yeah. Over overall, I would say if you're trying to get into horror, just don't push yourself. Like if you think something is genuinely going to scare you, don't watch it. I feel I have crippling anxiety, and I'm literally terrified at all times. But that's just of like regular life. Like I watch horror movies because they don't scare me. Regular life scares me, so you don't have to watch anything that you think is going to scare you or upset mm-hmm. you. Or watch it with someone. Yeah. A lot of times watching it with someone gives you that sense of security. And and most times when, when I'm afraid, if I'm with someone and something's happening, I'm not that scared. And I know I know how this is going to sound, but I'm not scared because if something is going to kill me, guess what? They're going to kill them too. So <laughs> I usually feel like, okay, because I'm like, well, we'll die together, you know? Right. It's. I guess it's. It in in this situation. I guess it's the fear of like dying alone. You can't prove, and then you can't prove to people like, 
oh man, I died because of a ghost, or I died because of a, a there was a Arthur Clown was around. You, you you just feel more comfortable when someone's around. So like for example, signs you 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 don't think you can ever watch signs if you ever feel impulsive and say I, I'm going to try to watch signs. You know, it's best to watch it with someone because just then go, go you to can a talk. live stream. No, go to a live screening. Like the if you want to like actually get like the full effect of actually enjoying horror, there's that's nothing great, like yeah. it, watching it in a crowd with people. Um, that's great too. Going going to the local small like every city every town has like horror groups and places that show less than popular films or artistry horror films, and you should go like going to those and taking full advantage of those. Because um, that's way better than watching anything with like one person or because it's like an all encompassing activity being part of the community, actually. But that would that would feed into the excitement, too, of. Yeah, but then you realize that it, once it's over, like, you're not right, scared because right, right. everyone's laughing. Right. But then you have people who are just as scared as you. You know, you have people who weren't scared at all. And, and, and just like Pat said, you have people who are laughing and I, I get scared a lot, but I don't jump. You know, Pat jumps. I don't jump in movies. Pat jumps in movies. I've seen Julia jump once or twice. I try not to jump because I try to hold firm. Because if I can hold firm during the movie, then I can hold firm outside of the movie. Like That's kind of my thought process. But I'm a chicken shit. So I, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm a chicken shit. So I get scared. But actually, what Julia said is perfect advice. But also, what Pat said is also perfect advice. You know, kind of seeing it with a group, not just one person. Don't listen to me. Seeing it with a group is probably the best way. So if you ever see a screen, the movie theaters says they're going to play the 25th anniversary of the movie Signs or whatever. You want to take that jump into seeing it again, seeing it in a group of people because you get the you get the (gasps) and you get all of the, the jumps and you get every you get the whole fulfillment. And then you kind of understand why people are into these things because they you know, it's exciting. It's, it's tense. It gives, it's, it's all emotional. It's all feelings. And, and, you know, they're not always positive feelings, but yeah. Finding a niche, psychological horror, maybe ghost horror, maybe zombies, you know, zombies are always a good one. You know, you can start off small with like the monster films where they're like slow and not scary. And then, you know, kind of work that, understanding yeah, like halloween Night yeah of the living dead that type of stuff mm-hmm. pretty mild yeah you like, also like you're not going to be afraid of it some might see it boring so you got to mix in it's like finding the perfect blend um yeah like I'll, I'll send you the the intro to horror guide I, I came up with i think it's got like 35 films on it um that's a pretty solid like balance of everything yep so that's that. We are solving problems, and uh, yeah. If you have any other like general life problems that you want to hear our take on, we can we yeah. can try to give it our. Oh man, I got opinions for days, but I don't know if people want to yeah. hear them. But I got opinions for days, so I am like full of bad advice. So just like hit me up. That might be good though to some people. Yeah. So yeah, you know, by the time you guys hear this, you'll have heard our Oscar episode let us know what you think about our oscar episode 
if you think we're idiots, let us know if you think we have good points. Let us know if you think people got snubbed, you know, uh, or don't. Man, that's cool, too. And, yeah, so I guess we're done. We're out of here. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah.